The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA. No doubt. But uh, meanwhile, we just talked to uh, Travis Kittleson, who's getting ready to go to the Pro Cup. And now we're going to talk to uh, Michelle Theriault, who used to race in the Pro Cup, and she's raced in the Bush East and some ARCA races. And uh, welcome back to uh, Real Racing USA Live, Michelle. Hi, how are you guys doing? Hey, it's 80 degrees. We're doing fine. Anytime it's 80 degrees in uh, in February, hey. Yeah, I hear you. I'm jealous. <laughs> so where are, you, where are you at? Are you in North Carolina these days? Yes, I'm still in North Carolina. So uh, what's uh, what's uh, in store for 2008? Uh, where are we going this year? Well, unfortunately, we're looking for funding right now. We're talking with a few teams, and we're intending on running some ARCA races with a partial truck schedule. So we're just trying to align ourselves with the right partners so we can go ahead and look for a full season this year with continuing into the truck series next year. Well, I'm amazed that somebody hasn't come wrote you a check yet. I'm absolutely... I I wish it was that easy. (laughs) I'm absolutely floored. So now now last year you ran uh, some ARCA races, I believe, and you also were doing some Bush East? Yeah, that's correct. We ran seven ARCA races last year, and we ran the complete Bush East season last year, including Irwindale Speedway for the showdowns. So uh, tell us about racing in the Bush East, uh, that whole deal. Give, give us some background on that and, uh, you know, put it into perspective for us. Well, the Bush East series, um, it, it, you know, it started off kind of fresh last year with the spec engines and composite bodies, and it turned out to be a great series. Uh, we pretty much had 40 to 60 cars show up to every race, so it was pretty much full field everywhere we went. And, in fact, it was mostly short track races. Our largest event was at Loudon, New Hampshire, the mile track. And then we actually got to run a road course, too, at Lime Rock. So that was a great experience because that was my first road course in a stock car. And it just turned out to be a great series. We ended up 13th in the points. We had a few top 10s. And actually, I was the highest finishing female ever in the series last year with a finish in 7th place at Greenville Pickens Speedway. Well, that's great. Who was uh, who were some of the top dogs running in that thing up in the in the points championship chase? Well, you know, you had your few regulars who had been in the Bush E-Series for years, such as Mike Olson, Sean Casey's a young kid, but he's been in there for probably three years. Yeah. Of course, Joey Logano was up there. Um, really, it was the teams that came from the backing of the Bush and Cup teams. There was, you know, there was Hendricks was involved, Gibbs was involved, DEI involved. So you had a lot of good equipment that you were up against each week. Yeah, now you raced uh, on the on the Pro Cup for a number of years under uh... – different sponsorship including the big deal with Glock and uh Glock was your sponsor last year right with the uh, with the Bush East yes they they sponsored me in my first or my last year in Hooters and then my first year in ARCA and Bush East so it was it was great to get um I kind of had the best of both worlds last year because we still had the short track experience coming from the Hooters Pro Cup series but yet I was able to get on a Kentucky Chicago we even got to test at, um, you know, at Daytona. So I got a, a lot of big track experience as well, which is ultimately what you need to keep on moving up. Is it um, when you go from the Bush East to ARCA, how big is the jump? You know, it, car-wise, it, it's not much of a jump at all. And, in fact, the bigger the track to me, the easier it was to adapt. If you have a good car in these big tracks, you really just have to, you know, put, get find the right line and you're pretty much good to go. It's it's still a lot of work, but the races were actually, as far as length, they weren't much longer than the Bush East series. 
In fact, Hooters Pro Cup had longer races than we did all year in the two series combined. What was it like uh, adapting to a road course? I'll tell you what. I was really nervous going to the road course for the simple fact that I'd never, I've never driven on a road course other than, in, you know, in go-karts and whatnot. So I was really, uh, I, I guess, just I was excited to see what would happen, to say the least. And I went to the Skip Barber Racing School a few days before the event. Granted, those were open-wheel cars, but I just wanted to get a feel for the line and, and how the track felt. And I think that really helped because I had a good idea going into practice what the line was. And we adapted very well. We ended up 18th, I believe, out of 55 cars. So overall, it was a really good night. Oh, that's not bad at all, 18th out of 55 cars. No. No, we were, we were real happy. Yeah, that's cool. So, Michelle, let me ask you something. Now, you do the car thing. You go to races when you're racing. What do you do when you're not racing? Do you, like, what do you do? Well, it's, it's funny. You know, last year I didn't have time to do anything. I had hardly time to wash my clothes to pack for the next event. So I kept really busy last year. Um, but now, you know, it's really just working out. And now I'm spending most of my time just talking with different companies and trying to, like I said, align myself with, with the right company that's looking to do a, a few-year deal with us. So I'm just marketing takes a lot of your time especially when you have when you've got no money to work with you've got to put all your effort into it yeah and and you're you're out there making the phone calls yourself and making the interviews and setting stuff up absolutely um you know my whole life we never really had the money to pay for anyone to help us and i have a few close friends that work in in the marketing business and they've been able to offer some of their support but really since i was 12 years old it was up to me to find the money because my dad never had it so i've just you know, through the years, I, I've met a lot of people and have learned, and I've always done it myself. And how would you say the competition is at uh, at uh, compare compare for us the competition? Is it, it's pretty equal, isn't it, between Hooters and Bush East? I mean, there's those two are kind of on the same plane. Oh, absolutely! And you know what? Even after running in the Hooters Pro Cup, Bush East, and Arca, really Hooters was so competitive. I mean, looking back at at the races and the drivers you're competing against. Right. Hooters, I have to, I have got to give them credit. They've always put on a really good show. And the 250-lap races really teach you how to race. Those long runs really teach you how to conserve what you have and, and you know, stay in it for the long run. Yeah. So besides the, the, the arranging this, the sponsorship, I mean, is it – where is the status? I mean, I hate to ask this question, but people ask these questions all the time. Where's the, where's the deal with women in racing these days? Has has it has it changed any over the time that you've been involved in it? I mean, from the days that you started in the Pro Cup after coming from uh, Legends cars and whatnot. I'll tell you, it's 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 coming, but not as fast as we'd like to see it. And it really just goes down to right now the economy's hurting, and it's hard for any person to get a sponsor. And to be a female in racing when there's not many women that have proven themselves. It's, it's that much harder. So, yes, you have the market in the sense that there's not many females, so for some sponsors it works well. But the problem is that there's just there's no money out there right now, and you can't find the right team with the right equipment. And if you can't get the whole package, if you're a guy or a girl, it's not going to work. So, unfortunately, when there's only two or three women out there and those three women can't get the right deal, it's just, it just doesn't help anyone. Yeah, well, it would seem to me... It would seem, from just observing as a, you know, standing on the sidelines observing that when you, when you go to the races and you see, uh, when, when you see the people lining up at the cars during the autograph sessions, mm-hmm. uh, I, it would just seem to me that women should have, 
in a lot of cases, there's be a little bit of an advantage there. Well, I'll tell you what. I had a great following, you know, ever since I've been in legend cars. I've always had a great following, and you're right. I mean, the lines in Hooters and Bush East and Arco, you know, the females always have some of the longer lines. And people people like to see the underdog do well. And, right. Um, you know, it's just everyone's pulling for you, but the problem is the people pulling for you don't have the money. So it's just <laughs> yeah. it, it's hard because if I... If every person who was a fan of mine could give me even $100, we could probably make something work. But it's just... eBay. There you go. Put a donation thing, a PayPal donation, on your website, Michelle. Hey, the politicians do it. Maybe you could do it, too. That's what I said. I mean, they've, they've, I, I should just ask the politician for some money, because with the budget they're spending, that would that would last me for <laughs> that right. There you go. You don't have to vote for them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, you know, a guy did that last year. That's where I uh, we do a show, a drag racing show on Wednesday nights, and uh, uh, there was a guy we came across last year. The guy I do is Stevie Latemp. He's an announcer with the IHRA, and uh, there was a guy at one of the big races towards the end of the year. He put his sponsorship up for bid for his last race on eBay. And people, so many people were sending him emails like they thought it was a joke or whatnot. But he ended up raising like I don't know five or ten thousand dollars. It was just totally off the charts. No, I mean, and that's the thing. We, we've at this point in the season, being that the season's already begun, really how we're trying to attack it now is trying to hit different markets at the racetracks we go to. So per se, if we go, if we want to go to the Nashville Arca Race. We're trying to hit markets in Nashville that would obtain to them so that way they could bring their employers and, and whatnot to the events. So that's kind of how we're attacking it now. Instead of looking for that one big deal, which would be great, but at this point, if we could at least go in the venues where these companies are, it would benefit all of us. So let me ask you now, when, when the days come and, and, and you're not going to be out there in the car anymore, can you see yourself in this game from the business perspective? Well, I, as a race car driver, You'll never get the itch out of you, I don't think. And so I would definitely say I would still always want to be a part of racing. At this point, though, I'm really not looking to be on the sidelines. I'm really dedicated to still being a driver. And I don't think I'll face the realization for another couple of years whether I would stay in it or not if I'm not a driver. Because, like I said, we've got enough stuff lined up where I'm going to make sure I'm in a car at least a few times a year for the time being. Hey, hey Rick, I think she just batted that ball back in our court. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a no. <laughs> that went nowhere. I don't want to answer that right now. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Go ahead, Rick. No, okay. So, uh, in uh, what would you like to race in this year? ARCA full-time? Well, it depends how you look at that. I, I I love the ARCA series, like I said, for the big track experience. But, of course, I would definitely like to stay in the NASCAR brand just for the simple fact of to be able to move up, you, you've got to stay, you've got to keep your name in that series, too. So we'd like to maybe dabble at some of the bigger races like a Dover and Loudon in the Bushy series. Mm-hmm. And then I would love to, like I said, go on the super speedways, get some experience there, and go to all the mile, mile and a half tracks in the ARCA series. Now, as far as uh, equipment, do you have you do you guys have all your own equipment? No, we don't have any of our own equipment. Like I said, we've just uh, aligned ourselves with some teams that, you know, basically if, if we get the money, I've, I already know where what teams we're going to, and we do have a good friend of ours, Rick Markle Racing. They were able to help me just uh, being gracious enough to put a car together for me so I could go test at Daytona a few weeks ago uh, just for the simple reason of in, in case we did get money, I wanted to make sure I was approved for the super speedways. 
know, we, we have a lot of people in our corner that are pulling for us, and when push goes to shove, there's usually someone there that's, that's able to help us, but it all boils down to the almighty dollar. The more we have, the, the better help and, and more help we'll get. Now, was that your first run on Daytona? That was my second. I tested last year as well. What's that like? It feels slow. <laughs> I, I was really disappointed. I was so excited to go there. It was the epitome of all racetracks in my mind. You know, growing up, I that, that was my dream to go on Daytona. And don't get me wrong, it, it was a blast. But practicing yourself on a two-and-a-half-mile track, I mean, I, they had fireworks off in the background the, last year when we went there. And I remember watching the fireworks down the straightaway and reminding myself I'm going 200 miles an hour. <laughs> That's something else, and it, it just doesn't feel like you're going anywhere. No, it really doesn't. I felt faster in my legend car going 90 miles an hour on a 3.8 mile track than I ever did on these big tracks. I guess it's because stuff's going past you faster. Absolutely. Yeah. And, the, you know, the weight ratio, too. I mean, these things are tanks compared to a legend car. A legend car weighed 1,300 pounds of the motorcycle engine. So. Yeah. All right, Michelle. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we, we'll just keep, our, keep, uh, keep an eye out for you and... Uh, uh, when we land, uh, I know you'll land something. When you do, we'd like to have you back on uh, Real Racing USA. And uh, wh- what's the website where people can go uh, check out your deal? Well, actually, we just revamped the website. We just started a fan club as well to keep everyone posted, and they could just go to michellesterialt.com. All right. We, have all okay. the, we keep everyone up to date as far as appearances I'm doing and a tentative schedule if we come up with something. And like I said, we, we are just starting up some new mer- merchandise as well, so we have a few things on there already. So we can buy hats and stuff like that. Yes, and all proceeds do go to Michelle Therrell's Racing Fund. All right, there you go. <laughs> all right, Michelle. Thanks for spending. We wish some you time. the best of luck, Michelle. Yeah. All right, thank go. you guys. Have a good night. Go you get too. him, girl. Bye. Michelle Therrell. Yeah. Tell well, you what, at least she, at least she's uh, keeping a positive. Let me tell you, positive attitude about when it. she when she went to the Hooters Pro Cup. Uh, we did an interview with her before, I believe it, yeah, it was before she'd even raced, you know, and uh-huh. when she made the, the jump, she'd been racing up at Lanier. She raced for Martin Nesbitt? Yeah, for a while, yeah. at one point, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we did an interview with her and uh, did a story, and uh, I was really impressed with her tenacity and the fact that she just, uh, regardless of the odds, she doesn't care. And you saw how she handled yeah, the question yeah. about... You know, no, we're not even thinking it. We don't no, have time no. to even give a thought to what's going to be on down the road. Yeah. We're we're dealing with what we're dealing with right now. Got a race. Yeah. Got a race. I mean, she has that attitude, and uh, that's that's a winning attitude. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. You know.